everybody, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. I am hoping and praying that you're having a fantastic day this day. For this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us, let everybody in the podcast land rejoice and be glad in it. You see, we are grateful unto the Lord for another opportunity a chance to share topical episodes to encourage your soul and to bring a smile on your face, to remind you of who you are. Simply put, you are God's masterpiece. You are fearfully and wonderfully made by the Lord. And we are excited and delighted for another opportunity to share this message of hope that comes straight from the throne of God to keep you on track of your destiny and to keep you in motion towards what he has promised you. So I'm here to let you know that being patient for what the Lord has in store for you will never create sorrow or pain or misery or any kind of problems for your life. You see, the Lord has imputed his righteousness into our lives that will keep us focused in the right way so that you will receive the right things that God has in store for you. And just to solidify this, there's a scripture in Psalms 34 verse four, and it simply says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. In this particular scripture, This simply means that when a person takes pleasure in serving or they enjoy learning what the Lord wants to do in their life, this word delight will ultimately be in balance with God's desires for your life. You see, learning the the teachings of Jesus Learning these teachings of Jesus and applying what you have learned from the Lord creates an abundance of blessings. This has nothing to do with material things, believe it or not. It has everything to do with receiving the deeper things of God. And what we see in today's world is contrary to what the Lord designed for society as a whole. You see, it started in the beginning, way back in time. Genesis, the third chapter, verses one through seven. It tells us that Adam had everything he could possibly want or need. He was given all kinds of um, trees to grow out of the ground, trees that were pleasing to the eye and good for food. There was the tree of life. And then there was the tree of knowledge of good and evil. The tree of knowledge of good and evil. And then there's the tree that was calling Adam, looking at him, staring at him, beckoning him to come to this tree. Now listen, he was given clear instructions 
on not eating of the knowledge of good and evil from that tree. If you do, you will certainly die. God proceeds to make Eve. Satan stops by with an offer to gain more. He presents something to them that Satan has no claim in the garden. He doesn't own any of the space there, yet they listen to a cunning, crafty snake that moves them to a desire that intrigues their appetite. They study him. They listen to the words that Satan is speaking to them. And yet forgetting God's word for following his instructions is now a thing of the past. He's given Adam and Eve fertile land. The Lord God grew every beautiful tree with edible fruit. And also he grew the tree of life in the middle of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They had everything that you could possibly want for life. Edible fruit, the tree of life, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now many people ask the question, why would the Lord create a tree of the knowledge of good and evil if he didn't want them to eat of it? Listen, when you read Genesis chapter two and Genesis chapter three, you can see that God's purpose for creating, creating the tree of knowledge of good and evil is to teach us for today that following God's words, hear me people of God, listening, following, and applying God's word will enable you to live a full and meaningful life. You will always have more than enough because we serve a God who is the God of more than enough. And you will be surrounded by blessings because it is his will to give us a life that's free from the sins of this world. You see, Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 through 6, it tells us that the Lord God has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing that comes from heaven. God chose us in Christ to be holy and blameless in God's presence before the creation of the world. God destined us to be his adopted children through Jesus Christ because of his love. You guys hear that? Because of his love. And this was according to his goodwill and plan and to honor his glorious grace that he has given to us freely through the son whom he loves. So when you allow yourself to be talked into sinning against the Lord, and you have to understand what Satan said to Eve. Eve had said to Satan, he told Satan, he said, we may eat the fruit of the garden's trees, but not the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden. God told us, don't eat from it and don't touch it or you will 
die. The old snake, the cunning snake, Satan himself said to the woman, you won't die. God knows that on the day you eat from it, you will see clearly and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. The woman saw that the tree was beautiful with delicious fruit and the tree would provide wisdom with all that information. Even though it was the wrong information, it was all this information in her mind. So she took some of its fruit and ate it and also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Then this is the key immediately in some translations. They both saw clearly and knew that they were naked. <laughs> that is the story of what's going on in our world. We bite from the wrong substance. And now we have been made aware through our conscience, through the Holy Spirit. He has made it abundantly clear that we are naked. We are without. We are exposed. So it goes on to say, so they sewed fig leaves together and made garments for themselves. Isn't that a shame, people of God? Let's look at what happens when you get advice from someone who doesn't own the property. He doesn't own the trees. There were rivers that flowed through the garden. There was gold in, the, in Eden. It was the purest gold that you could ever find in the world. There were also sweet smelling resins and gemstones. It was beautiful. Eve was perfect. And this aroma that saturated the whole area provided for them a sense of peace, serenity, and beauty. At the end of Genesis chapter 2, it says, The two of them were naked, the man and his wife. But when they followed God's word, they weren't embarrassed. We now proceed to chapter three and we have discussions with a person who has convinced them that listening to instruction would not cause any harm. They were convinced that the information that they were receiving was going to keep them safe. They said, Eve said, we may eat the fruit of the garden's trees, but not the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden. God said, don't eat from it. Don't touch it. Or you will surely die. Satan had convinced them that they wasn't going to die. 
Yes, they gave in to temptation. This knowledge from the tree only made their life and their way of living fearful. Fearful of life because they knew about the desires that sin presents to you. But now the temptation for more created a fear towards God. And this, would, this is what happens when greed draws you in or entices you because of its appeal. But greed makes you ashamed in the end of who you really are. Genesis chapter 3 says, Adam and Eve heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden. And Adam and Eve hid themselves from the Lord God in the middle of the garden's trees. And the Lord God called to Adam and said, where are you? Like God didn't know. Adam replied, I heard your sound in the garden. I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. You're afraid of God now? You feel like you're naked now? You hid from God? Do you see people of God how greed will affect so many things in your life? God proceeded to ask Adam, who told you that you were naked? God wanted Adam to hear what he was about to say. And he says, did you eat from the tree which I commanded you not to eat? It? Adam said, here goes the blame now. You know, God, the woman you gave me, she gave me some fruit from the tree. Yeah, yeah, I ate it. Oh, can we take responsibility, people, people of God? God says to Eve, what have you done? And the woman said, the snake tricked me and I ate. You see what happens when you don't listen to the right words? You see when you fall victim to greed, temptations? So today or tonight's episode, the Lord impressed upon me the need to talk about how greed can change you, not for the better, but it will take you to a place of self-destruction and can bring your life into ruins if you don't live by God's instructions concerning your life. So people of God. Today or tonight's episode is entitled The Various Shades of Greed. The Various Shades of Greed. Now listen, the definition of the word greed is simply a strong and selfish desire to have more of something, most often either money or power. Now, people of God, a person can be greedy for money or power, but it also they can become greedy for fame, for status, for possessions. And if you think about this in today's time and culture, people are 
addicted or greedy towards attention and compliments and what's being promoted. Social media, reality TV, competition for attention is more prevalent than ever before. Gifts, another person's time. Greed is in the forefront simply because we want to be like God in many ways. We have we want to have the knowledge of how we should live our lives to satisfy self. God is selfless. But when you want, when you want to become like God, it's all about having control, having the power to do what you want to do regardless of the consequences. That's what Satan told Eve. You will be like God, knowing good and evil. The selfish motivation of a person is what Satan wanted for mankind to live by. And this motivation will not get you anywhere. You see, people of God, greedy people at the end of the day will try to hide their sins, cover up the deception Greedy individuals never develop in character. They don't like to go through any kind of process. And most of the time their impatience for success shows on their continence. And with these shades of greed in their life, they want you to accept this kind of behavior. And some of us do. Some of us just accept these individuals for how they operate. But when God asks you the question, where are you? He's not asking as if he didn't know where you are. He's really trying to find out how long are you going to keep operating in greed? He wants you to remove this disease from your life. So you can live by the fruits of the Spirit, Galatians 5. And when you surrender your life and your actions to God, I promise you, He will change your life forever and for the better. Let's take a commercial break and we'll be right back with the episode entitled The Various Shades of Greed. Hi everyone, I'm Christopher. I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministry San Diego podcast. And I'm here to say if you like what you're hearing and would like to donate, you definitely can. On any of our pages, on our Instagram, on our Spotify, Spreaker, all of that, there should be a button that allows you to donate to our ministry. With your donations, we're able to donate to a variety of different things, COVID relief or anyone who just may need it in general. That's all for me. So thank you guys for listening and enjoy the rest of the podcast. All right, we are back. And so let's dive right into today or tonight's episode entitled The Various Shades of Greed. So let's look at some verses in scripture that testifies to the fact that these various shades of greed will not get you anywhere. Now, Proverbs, the 28th chapter, verses 25 and 26 tells us when the greedy want more, 
they stir up trouble. But when a person trusts in the Lord, he's sure to prosper. I'm going to read that verse one more time so you can really listen to this. Because this may apply to you or you may have seen this type of person. It simply says, when the greedy want more, they stir up trouble. But when a person trusts in God, he or she is sure to prosper. Verse 26 says, anyone who puts confidence only in himself or herself is a fool. But the person who follows wisdom will be kept safe. This shade of trouble is not being content with what you have, but always being dissatisfied with what you don't have. Doesn't this sound like many of us today complaining about what you don't have, then making a decision because the desires that you of what you have have outweighed what God's word wants to do for your life. It says when a person who trusts in the Lord, the person who puts their faith, their trust, their confidence in the Lord, he or she is sure to prosper. You're in a better position to thrive when you place your trust in God, when you lean not to your own understanding, when you give all access to yourself, when you allow God to rule your life, he will grow you to prosper, to thrive, to be a blessing to society, to make a difference in this world. But anyone who puts confidence only in themselves is a fool. So people of God, there it is, the tree of knowledge of good and evil on display. But the person who follows God's wisdom will be kept safe. So number one, think about greed and think about the trouble that greedy people stir up. Think about the people who put their faith in God. Look how satisfied, how, how peaceful they are. How confident they walk around. The power that works inside of them is being displayed right before your eyes. So be the person who places their trust in God. So that's number one. Number two, Proverbs, the 15th chapter and the 27th verse tells us those who take illegal gains injure them, not just themselves, but their families. But those who refuse a bribe will live in peace. I want to read that verse one more time since I stumbled over that. <laughs> Those who take illegal gains injure them, injure their families. But those who refuse a bribe will live in peace. So people of God, the shades of selfishness will injure those who are closest to you. And these injuries many times will have a long lasting effect. And many of you guys have family members when they did something illegal to this moment right now has long lasting effect. 
And that's whether, you know, if it's drugs or gambling or robbery or cheating on your taxes or manipulating the situation that will work out in your favor. Whatever shade that you want to categorize, this type of person has long lasting and even long lasting consequences to families. All across this world, we have seen, we have witnessed, and many of us right now are exposed to somebody who decided to do something illegally. And because of their illegal behaviors, their greediness has caused much pain for their families. And you know, that term refusing to bribe is where you receive a favor or other considerations given in exchange for another, for one's influence against what is true, right, or just. Paying people under the table, trying to convince them that if you take this thousand dollars, that you can bypass the ticket. These are the things that are considered greedy to gain an advantage. We have to guard ourselves from these types of things because God's standard against this shade of greed creates a peace. As the Bible declares in Philippians chapter 4, verse 7, it's a peace which surpasses all understanding. It guards us. It guards our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. So we have to understand those who take illegal gains injure their families. But those who refuse a bribe will live in peace. And number three, church leaders. And I want to speak to the church leaders all over the world. We all have a mandate from God to be examples to the world. Even in the church world, the various shades of greed target our people in a self-centered way. And first Peter, the fifth chapter verses two through three, God's word tells us be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them. Not because you must, but because you are willing as God wants you to be. Not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve. Not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. Church leaders, shepherds, pastors. It's imperative that we operate as an extension of God. Your willingness to follow God's instructions concerning his people is required by God to make a difference in the lives of people who look to us for guidance. But when greed creates an avenue for you to pursue dishonest gain, God is saying to you right now, be an example, not only to the household of faith, but the world needs to see and learn from us of what real success looks like 
when we follow the teachings of Christ. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 28 tells us anyone who has been stealing must steal no more, but must work doing something useful with their own hands that they may have something to share with those in need. People who are greedy have a hard time with the scripture because they only see about their needs. But God's word declares to us this day or tonight, stop stealing. Use your hands to be a blessing for others, for those who are in need and be a blessing. First John, the third chapter, verses 17 through 18 also speaks about if anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need, but has no pity on them. How can the love of God be in that person? <laughs> Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. And so in closing, we are all guilty. We're just totally 100% honest with ourselves. We, all of us, are guilty in some form or fashion of greed. But with Christ, we have everything we need pertaining to life and godliness. Second Peter, the first chapter in the third verse tells us, by his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. We have what it takes to live a full and meaningful life, but beware of the voices you're listening to. The words that pertain to life belong to the Lord for your information, just in case you didn't know. And the words that Satan tries to entice you with, it only leads to death. Romans, the sixth chapter and the 23rd verse declares the wages of sin is death. The words that you listen to from Satan is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Be free today. Be free today in Jesus' name. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for all your many blessings. We ask you to, to bless us, to strengthen us, to wash us of every sin that we've committed against you. We know that we have not always listened to you. And Satan continues to speak a language that only sets us up for failure. So Lord God, in the name that's above every name, in the name of Jesus, I pray, oh God, that every person under the sound of my voice who's listening to this episode entitled The Various Shades of Greed, that they will humbly come before you and surrender their will, their way of thinking over to you, and that they will apply your word to their life 
so they can see the traps and the schemes of the devil and that they will walk with a confidence in you that you will prevent those things from happening in their lives. Take us back to the basics, oh God. Cleanse us, wash us, forgive us, create a new path for us to journey on so we can glorify you with our new way of living because we are applying your standard to our lives. We ask all these blessings in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, that is it for today or tonight's episode entitled The Various Shades of Greed. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. I hope and pray that you have really been enriched by these words that comes from God to encourage you and to inspire you to just focus on him and him alone. We are excited for what God is doing here at Full of Life Ministries. If you are enjoying these episodes, these podcasts, please continue to share these podcasts. You have been such a blessing to this ministry and to all those who now follow us because of your generosity. So thanks again, people of God. If there's anything that we could do to help you along your Christian journey, don't hesitate to email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. Once again, fulloflifesd at gmail.com. And we are here to serve you. We are here to pray for you. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram. And you can continue to follow us on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel now. Every Sunday morning, 10 a.m., we are on the YouTube channel to be a blessing to the world. So please, people of God, we thank you for your generosity. If you'd like to give to our ministry, we thank you for all those who have contributed to this ministry, financially so. We appreciate all of the love. So again, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. People of God, let's have a wonderful week and let's continue to do this. In Jesus' name, God bless.